at james.crid.land on the Radio Today podcast and in your favourite podcast app. I'm James Cridland, the Radio Futurologist. This week, measuring radio's best customers. Whenever I speak to companies or students about how we consume linear radio, it comes as a big surprise to them that internet radio is so small. Three pieces of research came out last week highlighting this. In the UK, Rajar knocked on nearly 25,000 doors and asked people living behind them a bunch of questions about their radio listening. That gets the quarterly radio ratings for the country, but also gets them platform data. And radio delivered over the internet, both websites and apps, accounts for 9.3% of all radio listening. Just 9.3%. In the US, Edison Research went through some similarly rigorous question asking of 1,277 people in the US, recruited both online and offline, and they too discovered that internet radio listening of AM-FM signals is just 8%. Broadcast, it seems, accounts for the vast majority of radio listening, and that's backed up by recent research from other companies in Australia, Norway, and other places. And then I discovered Jacob Media's tech survey, and that appeared to claim that 27% of all radio listening happened over the internet, and this figure was so high, three times as large as other data, well, I had to ask some questions. So, unlike Rajar or Edison Research's data, Tech Survey isn't a survey that attempts to reflect what the US is doing as a whole. For a start, the data also includes people in Canada, 9% of the total survey results, incidentally. But rather more importantly, the online-only survey is filled in by listeners following a link from radio station websites or their VIP newsletters. So, Tech Survey is, therefore, an online-only survey of what I'd term radio superfans. They don't just listen to the radio, they love it so much that they visit the radio station websites and are probably signed up to the radio station's VIP email club. If you're looking for any evidence of people falling out of love with the radio, you're not going to find it here. Because by definition, anyone who's done this survey thinks that radio is the super best thing ever. And this doesn't make tech survey useless. In fact, once you're aware of what it's actually measuring, it's really useful because it's a survey of our best customers. The survey says that your best listeners want your radio station available on the device they use. So if they have an Amazon Alexa, they want you there. And if they have a Google Home, they want you there too. And if they have a Comcast cable box, they quite like your station to appear there as well. And I can relate to this because of the two stations I listen to most, I listen during a typical week on a DAB radio, a Google Home speaker, a different DAB radio, a streaming app, the DAB radio in the car, and via their website. And the other radio stations probably only get listened to on one device. Now, as I'm at pains to point out, I'm not normal. But there's an element of common sense here, I think, irrespective of any survey. All this, therefore, seems to point to a distribution strategy for your superfans that's as simple as, if it has a speaker, get your radio station there because your audience expects you to be there anyway. Not only is radio's future a multi-platform one, but multi-platform is especially important to your superfans. What will they do if they can't find your radio station on a device? Well, I'll tell you, they'll listen to someone else. Or if you like it better phrased this way, they'll check out your competition. So overall, this is a good reminder that perhaps a focus on our superfans might be a good thing to have every now and again. And this has also reminded me that boring methodology slide that you skip through at the beginning of survey decks, 
Well, that's probably the most important slide of all. You can get my weekly newsletter at james.crid.land and daily podcast news at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening.